1: Hey Hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Visit sprout.ph slash monthly 5 k If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode.
2: The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Union Bank Global Linker, a free digital platform that empowers Filipino MSMEs to digitize their business and go global. Sign up now at unionbank.globallinker.com slash hustlechair to get a free ebook on surviving COVID-19 for your business. Also by TagHash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com tagcash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And... Chatbot PH. Save time and effort for your business. Automate how your team does customer service, marketing, and key redundant processes. All by using a chatbot. Invest in your own chatbot now and use AI to run your business. Go to www.chatbot.ph.
1: Welcome to the 10th edition of the Hustle Share Playbook. My name is Ronster, and I'm your host. And this playbook is powered by Union Bank Global Linker a free digital platform that empowers Filipino MSMEs to digitize their business. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this playbook contains a language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today we're gonna to be talking about how to create effective Facebook ads. And the person who will teach us that would be Miggy Azurin of Husky Digital. Now, this playbook is jam-packed with a lot of learning, so make sure you take notes right from the start because Miggy is gonna tell us how to create two types of ads that go hand-in-hand when you do advertising in Facebook, along with the first few steps that people often overlook when they do them. And not just that, Miggy is gonna provide benchmarks of how much you need to spend when you do your ads as well, along with how to actually set the whole ad up step by step So, if you're ready to learn how to make effective facebook ads let's begin this playbook right now welcome to the latest playbook of the hustle share podcast i am so hyped because we have a brother from a startup father that i'm here <laughs> and <laughs> uh, i swear that, that was that, that's real i consider you as a brother from the same side of father. So welcome to the show, Mickey Azarin of Husky digital
0: Welcome to the show, Mickey boy. You know how much I love you. And i am yep. I'm am I'm a huge fan of everything that you do. So just being part of it right now is just very exciting.
1: Man, again, i don't I don't know what it is, but your dad was supposed to be my episode one, and I'm like nearing near nearing episode one hundred yet. But again, maybe he is my episode one hundred. maybe. And he has better stories to tell now after beating Covid, how many people can say that?
0: right? So, yeah, dude again, so I, I hope he gets to join soon. He should. He said,
1: uh, <laughs> there's been 80, 80 plus people now. <laughs> that, that was that, that that basically leapfrogged him. but again, You are my brother from a startup father because you are the son of the person that really etched something in my brain and practically brainwashed me of paying it forward. And that's why this podcast even exists. So again, Miggy, um, just to cut to the chase and stop bullshitting around, Miggy, what's our play today? What are you going to teach us?
0: All right. So I want to be able to talk about media buying, the very Mm. fun and exciting world of running pay-per-click ads. Okay. And specifically, you know, zero in on how uh, your your listeners can scale their Facebook advertising properly, you know, without burning too much money.
1: That's the thing. And again, um, just again, coming from what I understand and at least my, my, my limited uh in, in uh limited experience using PPC. When when Facebook advertising was done before, the only thing you can really do before was either CPM or CPA. Right or CPC, whatever you want to fucking call it, right? And that usually happens in that back then, in the, the those little ad spots on the side in, in your newsfeed. Now there's a bevy of them out there. Uh, what um, in in order to prepare for a proper campaign? Because again, Facebook, if you don't do it right, it's designed to get money from your fucking pocket.
0: And oh you yeah, pocket, <laughs> you're gonna hurt <laughs> you're yourself. So good at that.
1: <laughs> right, but. This is how to at least beat the system or make the system work for you. If I am a startup founder, if I'm a marketer, an advertiser, and again, in the new normal, this is where the, the game is played. What are the first things I need to do?
0: All right, great. Um, we, we can kind of jump off from that. So first and foremost, you have to be able to clarify what the heck you're trying to achieve with running okay. Facebook ads. Um, it's not... As simple as just, you know, deciding one day, oh, you know what, I, I, I want to run some Facebook ads and uh, I'm just going to throw money and, mm-hmm. uh, and give it to Facebook, right? It, there's just so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, it has to be very clear. Like at this stage right now, how would Facebook advertising contribute to my overall marketing goals? So that has to be the, the objective first.
1: And then after that, um, you know, so you kind of kind of define the what and the why technically, right? After that, what what comes next? Because I guess this is where people even skip the step, and that's why they're fucking doing a shotgun approach and uh, they <laughs> they rely on Batman, right? Bahala Batman, and they're fucking rick and, rick, and rick. and they say that hey, Facebook sucks. Right, my ads didn't convert. Um, I guess this is where uh, a lot of people make the most mistakes on, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And um it happens to small business owners, it happens to uh you know some of the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. And I think just at uh like at the fundamental level, they they really you know they they forget that our own uh purchasing behavior online is the best reference for how to run facebook ads when you interact with an ad or or a brand that you've you've seen for the very first time you've never heard of them the first time that you're seeing them on your feed you almost never make that purchase the first time right you never you never make it in that first interaction um Mm -hmm. the kind of frame of uh frame of mind like that that i have Mm -hmm. is that on average it will probably take seven to thirteen interactions with your business, you know, before wow. they do anything significant online. So, when that's the mindset, you really can't expect to convert on the first try, right? You can't, you can't be able to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's not a one and done, obviously. So the key here is repetition. That's what it is, and repetition and highly targeting the right audience, I guess, that you need to do. So. If you are a business, again, walk us through this process, okay? If you are now in this process, how would you um, suggest that they start uh, just to uh, avoid all these pitfalls that everybody
0: does? All right. So you know, very simply put, at any given time, you're going to have to have two kinds of Facebook campaigns running. Okay. You're going to have an acquisition or a prospecting campaign. Okay. And then you're going to have a retargeting campaign. Now, both those two campaigns do two completely different things for your business. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, you have to be able to set them up properly um, and have them running simultaneously. So for the acquisition and prospecting campaign or, okay. or prospecting campaign, rather, mm-hmm. this is a phase of the campaign where you're looking for potential audiences based okay. on interests, you know, um, behavior. Uh, certain affinities for topics that you think that your customers are interested in. Right. And then you want to warm them up and get them to your digital platforms, whether that be right. your uh, social media accounts or your uh, or your website. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that you need to know at, at the prospecting stage is you need to be able to sell the click. Yes. You, you get that? Like you sell the click. You're just selling... The, uh, you know, you're selling to the customer mm-hmm. the chance to move to your social media account where they get to learn more about you or your website. That's it. Got it. And, so you have and to tickle
1: their good. fancy per se. In a yeah, way yeah. that they actually respond and not ignore you out of all this, all this uh, uh, rubble that's in social media at the moment or wherever you're placing the ad on
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and I think that's the, that's the biggest problem with many first-time advertisers. That during a prospect the prospecting part of any campaign, they're trying to sell the product, which is you know, which again, it doesn't make a lot of sense if, you know, you have to interact with a, with a customer at least seven to thirteen times, you know, before you right. get them to do anything significant. In yeah, the prospecting right. campaign, you just you sell the click, that's it. You give them enough incentive, you give them enough reason to wanna learn more about you. Got it. So, in
1: layman's term, get the first date, or at least get get the first reply to the DM before you even exactly. ask for marriage. <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, so right. many people are trying to get married to their customers. When you know, hey, hey right. hold up, it's twenty twenty. I gotta marry with you,
1: right? So. Get, get, get that reverse reply. If you slide into the DM, make sure she replies back on whatever exactly. emoji you said.
0: You got to warm that up first. You got can't it. go jumping in and trying to get married on the first date. Got it. So once you tickle
1: their fancy, what's next? Because technically, you have a receptacle that would have to take, take all of this traffic into you. can't just like slide into the DM and then not have a game plan after. You have to have a funnel. How do you make sure that at least from that funnel point of view, um, you have better chances of converting it? Because also I remember from experience, um, in the app game, this is where a lot of people drop off. So from an acquisition, or at least from a uh, from a you know uh, interest standpoint, yes, you can interest. But if you fuck up your funnel too, and there's too many, um, like you know, too many friction points at the very top. That that there's gonna be a lot of drop-offs. How do you make sure that it, it actually becomes smoother and that acquisition funnel is uh is is a uh, is a money-making machine, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the second half of the campaign comes in, uh, where you you'll have a retargeting aspect of your business. Now okay. um I think it's very interesting to note that and I'm I'm sure it will be very helpful for your listeners. Okay. on average the click-through rate of social media ads to to website platforms for example okay. you're looking at about 0.9% Point 09 nine percent to 1.2 percent wow so you, let's yeah, just exactly. say
1: that out of a hundred only one person would click technically yeah exactly
0: or, okay so your your effort on 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 your video or your creatives you can only really expect you know on average about a one percent, so one out of a hundred people to click, wow. to, to be sold that click, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what makes the retargeting campaign uh, all the more important because you fought hard for that one percent, and you want to make sure that you know you, you're able to give them value again on that next step of the funnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know slide into their DMs a second time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, from your, your analogy. Or so, yeah, have a restart- second date, at least. <laughs> a have a second date. Because again, Correct. you don't sell to them the first time, right? You, Correct. You need you seven times. Absolutely. Exactly. It's, like, it's seven dates, at least. <laughs> Got it. All right. Now,
1: again, for for in the for uh, the interest of those people who have no idea what the fuck retargeting is, let's educate them a little bit. Mickey Boy, what is uh, retargeting, and what what does that mean?
0: All right. So, if you've ever had the misfortune of adding to cart a product, let's say for example on Lazada or Shopee, and then you right. you know you 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 try to be a good person and then you tell yourself, "Hey, no, I don't need this. <laughs> I'm going right. to leave." Mm-hmm. All of those ads that start following you around on Google, on Facebook, on Instagram—that's not, you know, that's not an accident. Right. That's uh, that's strategic, mm-hmm. because these big e-commerce guys know that okay, I, I probably didn't get you this time, but I'm I'm just gonna keep on following you, um, and showing up when when mm-hmm. when uh when it's most appropriate, and try to get you to come back to the store to finally make that purchase. So. If you've ever seen those kinds of ads, and they're everywhere on, on websites, on YouTube videos, on Facebook, mm-hmm. those are called retargeted ads. And Correct. that's the money moneymaker. Like, that's where you're selling the product. Got it. And I can kind of verify for you also that these big guys, you know, like Lazada and all of mm-hmm. these other e-commerce giants, they, they spend a ton of money in retargeting Correct. because they know um, that they fought, again, they fought really hard to get you to that point where you're adding the cart. Right. And they want to be able to get you to finish off that transaction. Mm-hmm. And um, if it looks like you, they're everywhere, it's, it's because it's by design. Um, right. Somewhere in an office in BGC, <laughs> there is yes. a team of media buyers ensuring that every touchpoint that you have online, um, you'll, you'll see them there again. Got so it. yeah, that's it's basically retargeting.
1: That's great. And again, this is where again, not this or again. If you're setting up an ad, thinking that boosting will get away with it and not have a proper uh, retargeting campaign, you're technically putting all your 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 resources in just one ad and hoping that they get married to you on first contact. Which exactly. again, if you have a one percent chance, good luck, right?
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah. And and it's not to say that. During the prospecting campaign, you don't close any sales. It happens, right. but that's the exception to the rule. Your selling happens in the second half where Correct. you've filtered out the people who are you know, kind of half-assed or, or not so serious, and you're only speaking to the serious buyers. Mm-hmm. That's where the money comes from. So, um, Two halves. Again, this, the first half, you're selling the clip, You yeah. get that 1%, mm-hmm. and then the second half, you're selling the product, and you're, you're working really hard to make sure that 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 one percent of traffic to your website uh, converts. So
1: it should be a double whammy by default.
0: Yes, at any given time, those two campaigns they have to be running simultaneously because they support one another. Got the it. first half, you you're you you continue uh, you you continue to bring in warm traffic mm-hmm. to your website, and that second half, you're making sure that people who've interacted with you in the past, you know, mm-hmm. they they continue to have you in their, uh, in their line of sight and you, know, you, you, you give them enough value, they, they should be able to come back to your website and finish off that transaction, whether that be a, an e-commerce purchase or a, a newsletter sign-up or a lead form that you fill up.
1: Got it. All right, now let's take our first break and when we come back, let's now put it into work and put scenarios to say startup founders or business owners because everybody's trying to go digital and again, you don't want to make the same mistakes that everybody did. But let's talk about that more after the break.
3: Get started today at plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash loss. Hey, guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys.
1: If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. And we're back in the break. We're still with my brother from a startup father.
3: What <laughs> <was> oh. all,
1: <laughs> well, I'll always use that now, brother from a startup father. I'm um, a marriage, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, as we took our first break, Miggy taught us what's the difference and what's the holy grail now of properly doing uh, Facebook ads. Because, again, guys, there's so much clutter in social media that posting and hoping for a viral fucking post is not going to cut it, right? You have to also. Uh, be better than the game because the game is designed to take money from you. And more,
3: oh,
1: yeah. more, more, and more people are actually falling to the same trap. And again, saying, "Hey, does it doesn't fucking work," because you didn't get expert opinion, just like what Miggy is giving us today. Okay, now walk us through this this whole campaign. Um, think of it, think of me as I'm a, a novice startup founder, which doesn't uh, know what to do. What well, what would I need to do to get this done and set, properly set up? Which do I do first, the uh, the retargeting or the 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 CPA or the the first uh, acquisition ad?
0: All right, Ron. So actually, there are two uh, earlier steps that you need to take even okay. before you start touching you know your ad manager and running your campaigns. And okay. these are two very important steps that if you don't take them, everything that you do after you know just kind of goes to waste. Got it. Um. So that first one is actually just making sure that your Facebook pixel is installed properly. Okay, what is website. a Facebook
1: pixel? Is this the, the resolution pixel? What is this?
0: <laughs> all right. So the Facebook pixel, very simply put, it's a line of code that you put on your website. Mm. Um, and it allows you to track all of the activity that happens. So every button, every page that a person goes to, basically anything that they do on your website, you're able to track that. and this is super important. If you don't have this, anything that you do almost goes to waste. Got it. Um, because pixel you're not able first. to craft properly. Yeah. So pixel mm. first. And this is the, this is a novice mistake. They run their Facebook ads and then they realize like, Oh shoot, we don't even have a pixel to begin with. So all that traffic that you're bringing, you don't get to retarget anymore because you don't have that pixel on your site. So number one, <laughs> make Got sure it. that you have your Facebook pixel installed. That's uh, that's uh, essential.
1: There you go. All right, let's know what's step number two?
0: A step number two is building your benchmarks. So uh, this goes very closely to you know how much you want to spend. So I, I can kind of tackle that now. Okay. Um here's how I like to look at it. Internal benchmarks are always my preferred uh, set of data. So if a Mm -hmm. client has had past uh, advertising experience in the past, Mm -hmm. um, I tend to look at past performance and and build benchmarks, meaning eventually I'd like to tell client, client, you know what? Uh, For every 10,000 pesos that you spend, this is our expected results. And then my job is to make sure that we improve these results as we move along. Got it. If they've had previous experience running, it, it's, it's okay if it wasn't set up properly. What's mm-hmm. important is they have working benchmarks so that they know how, to, how much to spend. Now, in the absence of benchmarks, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, there is a ton of uh, material online where they can look at working benchmarks for, you know, for Facebook advertising for the industry. So um, my go-to resource is on wordstream.com. Wordstream.com. Uh, Got it. Yeah, yeah, they have a ton of resources on benchmarks. So um, I, I'd advise a startup founder to go over there, look mm-hmm. at how much it typically costs uh, to run ads for mm-hmm. their specific industry. And then that's when they begin the process of running those ads. So Got you it. see what we did there? You mm-hmm. set yourself up for success because, you, number one, yes. you ensure that you, you're, you're able to do the retargeting in the first place uh, mm-hmm. by installing the pixel. And number two, you have some sort of a guide to how much you're going to be spending yes. initially.
1: it's right? not You're so not you, just shooting blanks like, okay, I think uh, I want to uh, post 1,000 pesos only. <laughs> I have a, pack, a multiple branch restaurant and hopefully it exactly, works. Right? Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's it. So even before you start running ads, you, you make sure that you iron those two things out and it saves you a whole lot of headache and heartache yeah. um, in the long run.
1: Alright, sounds good. Now, once you set that up, and again, those are two non-negotiables. Don't even fucking press uh, submit, ad or fucking queue that ad up without doing that because yep. you're doing the same thing that Facebook actually wants you to do, which is give exactly. them money straight.
0: You know, people don't right. realize that Facebook wins regardless if we, if you win or lose. If you win, you, you'll spend more. If you lose, They're the house. They're money.
1: the casino, man. That's it. <laughs> And you're Doesn't gambling matter. without you're blind, blindly. You know, that's fucking weird. All right. Now, um, you set that up. Uh, so, what do I do first? Do I do the retargeting or do I do the acquisition campaign?
0: All right. So, this is where you first set up the acquisition campaign. And here right. I recommend, you know, usually one or two things um, you bring people to your website. So, you run traffic ads uh, mm-hmm. going to your website. Right. That is almost always my preferred method. So again, just bringing them to uh, my client's website is a priority. Okay. Or in the absence of that website, or if that's not part of the current plan, mm-hmm. I will move them towards a piece of content. So let's say, for example, a video uh, on Facebook. Um, I will optimize that for video views. So right. again, here, like, as we talked about earlier, Ron, here you're mm-hmm. just trying to sell the click, right? Or you're selling the view if right. you're uh, optimizing it for video views. So mm-hmm. one of those two things, that I, I'd say almost 9.5 times out of 10, I'd Got be it. either driving my prospecting traffic to my website or a video. Um, that's almost always what we, what we do for our prospecting campaign. So uh, it. It, it should work well for you know anyone listening.
1: Right. Now what if... Okay, so now I understand. So you always do the acquisition part uh, first, now what if I don't get it on the first date? Again, that's what everybody hopes for. But again, majority of the time, if there's only a one percent chance that you're only gonna get someone to convert at that point. Then what happens next? Do I also queue up the retargeting campaign right uh, when I go live with the first acquisition campaign, or do I do that some other time next?
0: Yeah. So um, if this is the first time that you're setting it up, you know, mm-hmm. I do recommend you give it at least a week. Uh, yeah. Where you're just running your prospecting campaign, you know you're collecting all of those clicks, you're collecting okay. those video views, and you, again, like, this is a this is a this is a process, right? Uh, right. You don't again close the transaction on the first try. Um, you, you collect all of these people so that you get a base of uh, warm traffic, whether that be mm-hmm. to your website or, or on your social media accounts, right. um, and you have a bigger base of people to retarget. So again, if we, if a client has never done any sort of advertising, mm-hmm. uh, we will run a, a, a prospecting campaign for five to seven days. And Got that's it. that's usually our uh, our standard. Got it. And then we have a retargeting campaign follow right after. Right. So um, sometimes is that where people, the pixel
1: also yeah, does the work as well? Because that's where yeah, you set yeah. it up, right? To actually track all these people that have been there once, whether they convert or not, that's where the magic of the pixel then happens
0: oh yeah and the pixel is uh, a really powerful tool man um what i what i like to do is for very important actions on a website
3: mm-hmm. i will make
0: sure that uh, i'm able to retarget them so let's say for example um in an e-commerce store okay um because you have a fi- uh, because you have a facebook pixel installed I can retarget people who viewed certain product pages or who added to cart or who initiated checkout, but didn't make a purchase. Mm. And of course I can target people who purchased again. So as you, as you can imagine, man, like those are four layers of varying degrees of interest and I will tend to be more aggressive with my retargeting to people who, uh, are at the, you know, the, the the almost there at the brink. Yeah, we were almost there. And then, and people who were not quite there yet, you know, kind of warm them up again before uh, moving them on to the next stage. So yeah, having a Facebook pixel will allow you to do that. And uh, that's why it's super important to have.
1: Got it. Now, um, once this is set up, uh, how do you know, again, uh, I'll I'll use startup terminology. How do you know if you need to pivot or persevere? Because again, you're not going to hit it right away, right? But how do you make sure you optimize to get the best results for your business? And again, sometimes when it does have uh, or you hit success? It's not a, a holy grail. Eventually, it will wear out. You and you have to come up with a better ad. What's your What's your take on this? And how do you make sure that you know uh, the, the ads always are, are on top form?
0: All right, man. So, <laughs> I think this is where you and me and your listeners can kind of uh, relate to one another. Right. Um. I get so much fulfillment and I get such a high mm-hmm. from the competitive aspect of facebook advertising so even the best media buyers in the world they they will lose a couple of times right there's there's no one who who plays this game unscathed yep and you want you know at the end of the day you do more winning than you do losing yep um and how you set that parameter for yourself is completely dependent on your tolerance for risk Mm. right so um, I liken it to, for example, uh, stock trading or stock investing. Mm-hmm. There is no real right or wrong answer as to when you should cut your losses or mm. you know, when you should see it through. Mm. The most important thing is having uh, a set of strategies and having rules in place yeah. to ensure that you, know, you don't lose as much. You minimize the impact of losing and you are able to maximize the winning that you do. So in in the case of running ads, this is where it's important to, you know, to kind of see where you're at financially and ask yourself, okay, I'm running my prospecting and my retargeting ads and these are the results that I'm getting. If I'm happy with it, do I want to continue, right? Do I put in more money or do I just, you know, leave it as it is? Right. Okay. So there is no. Unfortunately, this is where the art of Facebook advertising comes in. Like it's it it, it stops being a science at some point and right. it becomes an art where you you kind of integrate your tolerance for risk and your strategies in place. Yep. Um. And that will vary for uh, that will vary per client. So so run like I I I have some clients that are super conservative where they yeah. start to see you know they're losing a bit more money and we we shut that we shut those campaigns quickly. Right. Mm. There's. There's no room for negotiations, but yeah. we have some clients that they're you know they're a bit of uh, there's some wiggle room risk takers, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they will continue to run the ads until okay, like they start to see that it doesn't work anymore, or you know they start to see those results are uh, okay, and yeah, that's the that's the challenge with Facebook advertising, man. Like it's sometimes you'll have good days, sometimes you'll have bad days, and even in my best performing campaigns, mm-hmm. you know sometimes I wake up and I'm and I'm I look at my ads and I'm. Scratching my head, I'm like, you know, what happened overnight?
1: <laughs> right. Maybe you snored a little bit too hard. That's why. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Like, it was doing really well yesterday. Right. Now it's not doing well.
1: <laughs> and again, it's it's so hard to predict. Just like the volatile, I guess. It's not even the stock market, it's the crypto market. It's how volatile yeah, it is. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's the crypto right? market. Right. It's just, you'll never know. It's gonna be fucking north and south overnight. But also, uh Maggie, my last question before uh I let you go. Given that it's a new normal, again, everybody is in a whole fucking clusterfuck at the moment, right? Um, what would be your advice if I'm, I am say, if, you're, if a listener is a, 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 has a brick and mortar business who's now starting into digital, and again, is forced to actually go digital, and of course, still needs to advertise because that foot traffic is now gone. So eventually, you have to do that, but. Again, the risk the risk reward um, setup here might not be too high. What would be your advice for them?
0: All right. So um, first and foremost, I I have to say that they're you know they're really brave people to be you know to be able to accept uh, the situation and move online um, mm-hmm. despite not having that online presence. So that's a great first step. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this run, I think it it's going to be uh it's going to be a mindset thing. Got it. I feel like if they're going to come in and do these uh, Facebook advertising campaigns, you know, do the whole e-commerce thing, with the mindset where they're they're trying to chase, you know, they're trying to make up for losses. It's it's like trying to win back the losses that you made in a casino, right? Or uh, right. if you you know you lost big in a cryptocurrency trade and you're trying to win it back, mm-hmm. that really messes up your psyche, and you don't Correct. make smart decisions because you're trying to make up for what essentially is a sunk cost, right? Correct. So first and foremost, man, I, I feel like the tactical uh and the use of the tools, you know, I, I feel like that that stuff is easier. It's the mindset that, that needs to be kinda ironed out. So they have to be you know, they have to put themselves in a position where they're not chasing i mean yeah i Got understand that you obviously you you, you want to make money out of this right and mm-hmm. who doesn't want to make money but it's it's the same with any sort of investment or mm-hmm. when you take a risk you have to put yourself in a position where you're thinking as objectively as possible mm-hmm. because if you're just trying to make up for loss you know for some costs you, you're 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 not going to be making smart decisions
1: absolutely
0: so that that would be the first thing Come into right. this with an open mind. So that's great. That they mm-hmm. finally embrace digital and have that mindset where, okay, there are things that I might not be able to make back anymore, but it Got doesn't it. mean that I can't have any more wins in the future. And if I, I feel like if they have the right mindset and they understand, okay, at, at the core of this is I need to have a prospecting campaign and I ha- I need to have a retargeting campaign, I think they would be much better off than um, most people.
1: Got it. All right, now is there a, You said men, you mentioned it's the first. Do you, is there a second advice that you want to give up?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, and the second advice is uh, just to be persistent with it. Got you know, it. um, I, I've been doing media buying for a couple of years now. Um, I've spent I think over a million pesos worth of ad advertising budget already for, wow. for, uh, for clients across different industries, and mm-hmm. um, even with someone like me, I, I still. Have a lot to learn. There's Mm -hmm. still a lot of things that kind of take me by surprise, and Mm -hmm. I feel like what's given me the I guess like the comfort with with spending all of this uh, this this money is that I trust the process. You know, I I'm I'm continuously refining my strategy. Mm -hmm. I have a game plan in place, and I try to win more. Mm-hmm. and And lose less, and I make sure of course that like my losses are as mitigated as possible and um you can 't do that without a plan, so correct have a have a set of standards in place for yourself, mm-hmm. and just play by those rules man like it 's not going to work for every. I could give you my entire playbook, and it might not work for you right correct. Um, just
1: like in any startup to- too <laughs> you have exactly. to also make it yours.
0: Yeah, just just take the just take the good, you know. Mm-hmm. Listen to the experiences of other people, but the most important strategy is the one that works best for you. And um, I I won't pretend that I am writing or I'm talking, you know, the absolute golden rules, right? right. Uh, I'm speaking just from experience, and and even even from experience, I'm telling you, like this is not gonna work for everyone. Right. <laughs> You're gonna have to find a way that it, it kind of works for you. So just yeah. take the standards that I you know I share. Find a way to fit it into your situation and if it works for you, it works for you.
1: And that's true. And at the end of the day, remember that, you know, the higher the risk, the higher the reward as well.
0: Oh yeah, man. Like anything.
1: All right. Now Miggy, thank you very much, but unfortunately
0: That's it
1: for us in this playbook. Now, Miggy, I know you're not just talking about this on, on the regular because you actually have a startup that helps companies to actually not mess this shit up. Can you talk about that a little bit and how do they reach out to you and what do you guys do?
0: Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm, at, I'm actually the managing partner of Husky Digital. We're an inbound marketing agency. So, uh, we're HubSpot Hub Certified and we specialize primarily in B2B marketing and e-commerce. So, I'd say a good majority of my clients are, are one of those uh, two industries. Um, we have a ton of resources on our website. So if uh, you, if whoever's listening out there, if you want to learn more about pay-per-click advertising and budgeting, we have a ton of free resources that you can get on our YouTube channel or on our website. And um, we actually recently launched also the Bounce Back Blueprint. It's a set of strategies, guides, and cheat sheets that um, we're using for our clients and and, we openly shared it with other businesses as well. So um, as of today, we have over 200 businesses who've already downloaded the blueprint. So uh, your listeners are able to get that for absolutely free. So you have to go to our website. Okay, and I was watching CAF videos
1: on YouTube. I saw you on YouTube. What is this YouTube thing that you're doing too?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm... I'm trying to become an influencer. Finally, uh, I finally convinced myself <laughs> to do it. Um, okay. I, I created a channel. It's called uh, MIG Marketing in Google. So um, it's uh, it's just my it's my creative outlet. You know, I I. I Post weekly videos and lectures on uh, Google advertising, which is something I'm also very passionate about. Um, and I'm trying to move towards a million subscribers. so Right now, I'm up, I'm at about 24, so I'm almost there. Um, almost there. Good
1: luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I'm gold play there. button is walking. <laughs> it's knocking at your door.
0: <laughs> almost there, man. Like I, I'm about to get paid really soon by YouTube for all of the yeah. views yeah. that I'm I'm racking. Don't now.
1: forget <laughs> me when you get your gold play, huh? All <laughs> Okay, Okay, again, Mickey. Thank you very much for doing this, my brother from a startup, father. But before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And again, if you we did say a lot of, we did say a lot of dark on today. It's going to be the show notes on HustleShare.com. And don't forget, if you want to be involved in how we grow the shows, please join our uh, community on HustleShare Community on Facebook. And if you want to suggest guests like Mickey. Uh, all you have to do is go to our chatbot of m.me slash hustle share powered by chatbot.ph. Again, Mickey, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, thanks, Ron. Appreciate really it. Enjoyed it.
1: All right, and I'll see you guys in the next playbook. Peace.